Welcome back to episode 33 of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen a series and are only looking for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free where I got my overall opinion on a series and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Mazamune-kun's Revenge. Released in 2017 by Studio Silver Link, it has 12 episodes and comes in both sub and dub. Mazumune Makabe has recently returned to living with his mother and sister after being away with his grandfather for many years. During this time, Mazumune has transformed his body from a once flabby build to a toned strong one. The driving force behind Mazumune's evolution is to seek revenge on Aki Adegaki. After she rejected his feelings of love and called him Pig's Foot when they were children. Mazumane now believing with his time away and new physique, he can easily have Aki fall madly in love with him just so he can break her heart as she did to him so long ago. After losing all the weight he had as a child, Mazumane has become extremely vain, shown by him posing and flexing in the mirror. Mazumane has also developed an unhealthy relationship with food. Counting calories to ensure you remain in a deficit is fine, but he takes it to an extreme. As a child, he was spoiled, arrogant, and entitled. Mazumane was not treated poorly due to his weight, it was his attitude that made people dislike him. As cliche as it is, for Mazumane, it truly is what's on the inside that counts. Let's look at it this way, when he was fat, he really had no friends, he got no girls, Aki rejected him, further lowering his self-esteem. Now that he's in shape, what has changed? He still has no friends really, zero contacts in his account. Yoshino only communicates with him as a pawn in her game, they have a mutual goal of wanting revenge to humble Aki. That is the only reason Yoshino speaks to him. The class rep only got to know him by doing her duties to welcome all new students. When she asks him out, it's because of his fake willingness to volunteer himself to clean the school. She's interested in a fictional version of Mazumane. Shiri and Mazumane only begin spending time together after Mazumane helps him study, and he uses Shiri for selfish reasons to get a date with Aki and be invited to her island over the summer break. Mazumane even shuts down Shiri's offer to walk home one day, just for a chance to present Aki with a gift. When the girls in the tennis club are talking to him, he puts on this fake personality when speaking with them. His looks may get their attention, but the more time they spend with him, they would catch on that he's nothing more than nice hair and a good smile. Mazumane is lean and handsome now, Aki still doesn't give him the time of day. The way she turned him down when asking for her email address with that evil scavenger hunt was vicious. Mazumane also treats his family horribly, dismissing his sister and thinking of awful names for his mother, who is nothing but caring towards him. Mazumane has kept the same mean-spirited personality that he had as a kid. He still doesn't even really like himself. His entire worldview is now shaped by outward beauty standards. He treats junk food like he's allergic to it. Ask any bodybuilder you know. After a hard training session, they will come home and eat ice cream. They just do it in moderation and not during competition. Now my speculation how Mazumane was going to grow and change was the shot of him facing off with Gasso in the intro. I thought that was Mazumane as a preteen right before he lost the weight. With the anger in his face, I assumed that this was the version of himself he hated the most. I figured at some point during the season, Mazumane was going to like put on a pound or two or have Aki tell him he looked puffy. With his eating habits, I thought Mazumane would be sent into a fury jumping on a crash diet, only sticking to those power juices that we see him sipping on. And with all of that and the exercise that he does, I thought he would go into like a dream or like a hunger-induced hallucination, and the younger, chubby Mazumane was going to show him that they're not so different. Even though he's in shape now, he still kind of has low confidence, he isn't happy, he can't get over the fact that Aki rejected him, like, 
you're healthy, you're good looking. You could just move on from this, but he's so fixated on his revenge. I thought that like Chubby Mazamane would kind of show him a new path. Of course, none of this happened though, because it was a completely different person. I thought the show could have done something really interesting there. Mazamane has some deep PTSD from being bullied. It looked like he was having a panic attack when he thought about how people would treat him if they knew he wasn't always a stud. I'll fill you in on a secret. No one would care. Everyone has their own issues to deal with. They don't have time to think about yours. Nobody cares as much about you as you care about you. This was proven by no one giving a look to Mazamane when he took off his shirt at the beach. I mean, except for Shuri. Girls especially, and I'll touch on this a little later, they don't care how you look. And we'll get into that a little bit later, but he's so obsessed with himself that he thinks he deserves a big reaction at the beach. Throughout the series, people tell Mazamane he's a good person, but I think they're all fooled. Everything he says is an act. He uses Neko running away from home while sick without her medication, which is a genuine emergency, to try to gain favor with Aki declaring that he turned Neko down for her. Not the time, dumbass. The self-centered clown is even shocked when no one pays his grand statement any mind because they actually care about Neko's safety. I thought Mazamane was a terrible person and I wish more people would have realized it during this season. Next we have Aki, the target of Mazamane's revenge. Nicknamed the Cruel Princess, she is known to be a popular beauty. Because of this, she is confessed to on a regular basis. Aki having some personality issues not only rejects the offers of a relationship, but humiliates the boys in the process, giving them each an unflattering nickname that follows them around the school. Aki does have one weakness, she is a glutton, she can eat a pile of food and not gain any weight. Aki is embarrassed by this as her stomach will loudly growl if she's not full. She eats alone in privacy and has her main servant Yoshino buy her lunches and bring them to her at the gym storage house. Mazumane uses this discovery to get close to Aki. This Mazumane is just like the one from Aramanga Sensei. He created a competition in which if he loses, the punishment will be a nickname that he will have to wear until he graduates. The anger from a nickname is a huge reason why he's doing all the dumb stuff that he is now in the first place. Why put your greatest fear on the line when you didn't need to? He could have made any stipulation for if he loses the competition, but he chose that to be it. Another thing I wanted to touch on is Mazumane took all this time to get in shape and what good did it do him? One straight right from Aki and he went out cold. The only positive is he got a lap pillow out of it. For a series titled Mazumane Kun's Revenge, he sure does waver on his motivation to mess with Aki. By episode 3 he has already started to see the good in her and tells her that wearing a costume on a date isn't standard practice. If he was really with it, why wouldn't he just let her continue making a fool out of herself? Or if we want to get really dark, let her be hit by Neko's car instead of saving her. And Mazamane trying to get with Aki was just so bad. He has no game. He gets all his lines from romantic novels and it was painful listening to him. He overthinks playing hot and cold and epically fails when he's asked what he likes about Aki. You did actually have a crush on her at some point, so why not draw on what you liked about her back then instead of just standing there like a dope with no answer? It's like I was saying earlier, looks can only take you so far. If you have no game behind them, you're going to fail at whatever you try to do. Then we have Yoshino, who is first presented as a weak pushover, but we soon come to find out is a total savage. Yoshino in her own words is a servant to Aki. We see her always going to do errands and even carrying her school bags. Yoshino's family has a long history in which they work under Aki's. Because of this, even as children and in school, Yoshino is expected to be at Aki's beck and call. This expectation has caused Aki to mistreat Yoshino, creating a deep resentment from her. 
This leads Yoshino deciding to help Mazumane after she discovers his plan to knock Aki off her high horse. Yoshino believes suffering heartbreak will cause Aki to view the world differently and have her treat people around her better. Yoshino giving Aki the notes on how to act on a date was hilarious as she informs her Mazumane got a perfect score on his entrance exam so there's a high chance she would be going on a date with him. Yoshino makes Aki wear a cosplay outfit on the date and it seems like she's been waiting for this opportunity her entire life. Yoshino really enjoyed twisting the knife telling Aki that Mazumane needed someone to talk to, he called her and emailed her too and then asked her are you sad, like she was just really going in on her. Watching Yoshino switch up from conniving mastermind with Mazumane to an insecure subordinate of Aki was one of the highlights of this series. I thought I just had a sick mind the way Yoshino was using the whisk while in Mazumane's kitchen, then after he drags her to his room she's like my hands are all sticky and I was like okay the show set that up to be weird. And right when it looked like Aki and Mazumane were going to have a real moment, here comes Neko to carry the season for the next four episodes. Her look reminds me of Asuna from Sword Art Online. Neko seems to come from money, she's presented pompous at times with her umbrella and the way she speaks. She is also very perceptive. Neko sees through Yoshino's timid act and goes to her for information knowing that she's not the little sidekick she appears to be. Neko is very conscious of health as we see in her blends of teas and supplements. When Neko coughed up blood, I was like, oh no, she's one of those sick, weak characters. But then I saw the ketchup packet, so I was like, oh, she's faking it. But then it turns out she is sick, and the ketchup packet was a cover-up, and I'm just like, ah, oh, so many layers. Neko seemed very religious at first, collecting donations during Christmas and thanking the Lord that she met Mazumane after her car almost hit Aki. We also see her wear a metal cross, but then that entire side of her personality disappears, and we don't even see her wearing that necklace very much in the later portion of the story. I thought it was weird to have that be part of her personality and introduction and then never really follow through with it. I knew Neko's recollection of meeting Mazumane was bullshit. Like I said, he is a selfish person. Mazumane would never give up his coat and say something so smooth as we see in Neko's memory. I really like Neko's confidence in this season. She had no fear competing for Mazumane, expressing Aki would be no problem. In the end, Neko lied about why she chose to love Mazumane and attempt to let him go, I guess. I don't think it worked very well, the venom she emits when she discovers in the months she was gone, he had zero progress with Aki was just too good. Gaso comes into Aki's life posing as the boy she grew up with, which we know is actually Mazumane. Gaso's resemblance to the younger Mazumane causes Aki to not even question who she thinks he is. As I mentioned earlier, I didn't even realize Gaso was his own person, let alone going to be a character in this series. Looking back now, Mazumane and Gaso have different eye colors, but with him being chubby and wearing a school uniform, I thought he was a younger Mazumane from the opening. Aki mentioned earlier in the season she believes boys are selfish liars and with Mazumane that does perfectly describe him. This classification also applies to Gaso. Gaso has been sent by his family to marry Aki for her money. His own estate had financially collapsed a few years ago, and Gaso completely shattered Mazumane's worldview. He is smart, personable, does well at sports, and even with a belly has gotten into Aki's good graces. This series has another great knockoff McDonald's. Gasso plays Aki's groupies with ease, getting them to take care of Mazumane without having to get his hands dirty. And I will say the two-way class had some nerve getting angry for their play potentially being ruined when Gasso went missing. They did the same thing to class 2B. The season ends with a big ol' let's set our differences aside and just enjoy some karaoke. Mazumane doesn't even get a kiss and the episode ends as if it was just going to go into another one. Nothing about this ending seemed like a season finale. Mazumane doesn't discover why Aki rejected him, 
Aki during the last three episodes had minimal interaction with Mazamane. She really cut him off for Gaso. Aki doesn't discover Gaso isn't the Mazamane she believes him to be. There was no closure on any of the questions and no setup for a second season. Even though, let's be real, this awful effort does not deserve another season. I watched this series the first time in sub, so as I was going into my watch for this review, I saw the dub and thought, why not, let's go through it this time in dub. Not even 30 seconds in, I remembered why I chose the sub version the first time. I wish I could give some detailed breakdown on why certain dubs don't sit well with me. The truth is, I only have two criteria for listening to a dub version. How well does the actor's voice fit the character from the tone and cadence? Next, how well are the lines delivered? Josh Grell has voiced many characters in English I recognize, all in series I chose to watch in sub. Is that a coincidence? Maybe? But Mazamane sounded like a 27-year-old man in the dub. The sister sounded like fake nasally, and then the mom comes in sounding like a woman with a deep voice trying to pull off a high-pitched childlike voice. If the direction you want to take a character is high-pitched, why not get an actor who actually has a high-pitched voice and sounds that way? It was weird. It would be like me being like, this is how I usually talk, and they wanted me to do a childlike voice. So I was like, oh, Mazamane, I'm so happy you're home. Like, it just doesn't sound organic. It sounds really forced. I thought the subversion did way better with the voices. On a positive note, the background music in this series is actually pretty nice. I'm not an instrument guru, but there's some sort of strings that plays in one of the tracks. It was really great. The sound effects in this series were done very well. The main point that really shined was a scene where Neko was pouring Mazamane a beverage from a thermos. The unscrewing noise, the pop of the lid, liquid flowing... It all sounded really great, super realistic, and it was synced perfectly with the movements of the characters too. Alright, now let's get into some nitpicks. When Mazamane is trying to follow Aki to discover why she chooses to eat lunch alone, there is a camera shutter sound effect used as he's looking around in different locations. I just thought that was an odd noise to pair with someone simply looking around. When Yoshino is bringing Aki her lunch in the first episode, she does it in a very conspicuous way, looking over her shoulder to ensure no one is around. Yet Mazumane is clearly walking 20 feet behind her, not trying to conceal his presence at all and she doesn't notice him. If you look closely when Mazumane stops the pudding prince from cutting Aki's hair, he grabs the scissors shut, his hands were covering the dull sides of the blade so it wouldn't have cut him, let alone made him bleed. Why did Yoshino go through the trouble of setting up a trap to string Mazumane up by his feet? She pretty much cut him down right away, if she wanted to talk to him a simple hello could have gotten his attention just as easily. The little girl who calls Akio for wearing a costume in public, where are her parents? I understand her wandering off from the table for a moment, but they have a full-blown conversation like how did her parents not come over and scoop her up? In episode 10, three girls are introduced into the series as Aki's friends who seem very familiar with her. It took me a moment to realize they actually weren't being introduced. They were the girls having tea with her in the first episode. Their personalities seem drastically different from episode 1, and then I was like, well, all it showed was them fawning over Aki. They never really gave them identities. I thought it was weird to bring these girls in for the final three episodes when they had been missing basically the entire season. At one point, Mazamane enters the classroom and greets everyone with a wave. His middle finger and ring finger are together and his pinky and index finger are flared out. I've never seen anyone wave like that. For quote of the series, it's 3D girls are so lame. A more accurate statement has never been uttered. Now we have best girl waifu and harem. Best girl is Neko. She showed Mazamane the truth that girls only take looks into minimal account. 
She didn't care he was overweight as a child, she always remembered him for how he made her feel. Even Aki before Gaso enters the picture dreams back to how attracted she was to chubby Mazamane. Mazamane says himself if it wasn't for his vendetta against Aki he may have been able to fall for Neko. I just don't see the point of going after a girl who in your own assessment is not good. When you have Neko who is clearly into you and better looking than Aki, why not choose her? Drop the revenge plot, it's not even going well for you anyways. When Mazamane caught a cold, Neko recognized it right away and takes him to rest. She is far more considerate than Aki, and I think she was the better choice. There are no waifus in this series. I don't know if the lady in the maid uniform who speaks to Yoshino is her sister, but she is invited in my harem. So is Yui Sakai. Now we have final thoughts. Mazumune-kun's revenge was watchable. The middle act was by far the only story with any substance. I would have never watched this series again if not for review purposes. I'd never recommend this series to a friend or even bring it up in conversation. I suggest watching something else. This series did nothing for me. Alright, that's going to be it for this week's review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.